Hello and welcome to Ready to Grow, the business podcast for business owners across the eastern region. We are on season two and everything to do with season two is around the visitor economy. So if you run a business in the tourism, hospitality or leisure industry and you're based in East Anglia, this is the place to be. The Ready to Grow podcast is brought to you by Nurture Marketing, an east of England full service marketing agency based in Norwich, Norfolk. I'm your host, Rashenda Smith, founder and managing director of Nurture Marketing, and Ready to Grow is designed to help businesses like you grow. What's great about Norfolk in agriculture, and it's amazing some of the projects that people are doing in Norfolk that are at the front of innovation, because Norfolk is ever adapting. You know, we are moving forward. Our theme for the show this year is looking to the future. And that's what we want to do for Norfolk is look to the future and showcase everything that's great about now and over the next coming years. Welcome to Ready to Grow, the business podcast for entrepreneurs across the east of England. I'm your host, Rashenda Smith. I'm founder of Norwich-based Nurture Marketing, and I'm here to give you some top tips with the guests on my sofa every week to help your business grow. Ready to grow? Let's go. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Ready to Grow, the podcast for business owners in East Anglia. Today we're talking about all things community and I'm delighted to have Fern Ainsworth from the Royal Norfolk Agricultural Association here in the lair today. Welcome Fern. Thank you, it's a pleasure to be here. You have come on brand, which I appreciate. Your for- I have, yes. The listeners can't see it at home, but she is wearing a Zara leopard print furry cardigan with with leopard print buttons on yes i i went all out today i'm, I'm feeling very uh in in color good well yes you can almost blend into the background here yes so much leopard print here. <laughs> is this your first time at the lair it is my first time at the lair and i'm loving it i have to say absolutely loving it lovely so what is the environment you normally work in i bet it's crazy this time of year is it it is yeah especially this time of year the showground is in full swing all things show while tr- still trying to run an events business as well so it's it's very busy plate spinning lots of plates it's your middle yeah, name very exciting Fern, plate spinning ainsworth <laughs> yes what you're known as so for the listeners at home maybe we should start off with just explaining what the rnaa is first of all so if if you were trying to describe it to an alien that's landed on earth how would you describe the rnaa so we're a charity we support food farming and the countryside so that's the objectives of the charity we do that through hosting the royal norfolk show but we host a range of other events. We do initiatives with schools to teach young children about where their food comes from. You know, what are those white fluffy animals in the fields? How do we look after them? So we teach them a lot about their food really and education, how they can look after the wildlife. So yeah, there's a lot of initiatives with schools, host the Royal Norfolk Show. We now host an Norfolk Farming Conference. And aside from that, we have an events business, which has a huge array of events from conferences, exhibitions, skills and careers fairs, and any money that's generated through the events business goes back into the charity to support our objectives. So as part of part of your family is the Royal Norfolk Showground as well, isn't it? The Norfolk Showground. Yes, yeah, the Showground itself. So how could a business owner in Norfolk or East Anglia get involved with you a little bit more to perhaps get in contact with members of the community that might not have seen their brand before. Because I think sometimes when you think of the Norfolk Showground, it's such a big, prestigious building that it might seem a bit scary to a, to a small business owner about how, where they would start in terms of working with this great brands. Okay, so there's a number of ways if I just pick with up the, the show itself. So 
you can attend the show. There are a lot of trade stands there. There's over 700 businesses attend the show. So that's certainly one way, just integrating and networking in, in that sense. We also have a membership. So we have just over 3,000 members of the association. Being a member of the association allows you tickets to the show, allows you access into the members area, which a lot of people use as networking opportunities. We also have corporate offerings as well. So you can have a sit down three course meal with drinks in the corporate hospitality area, which is ringside. It's very nice, very soon. You can dress up. Lovely. It fancy? It's very fancy. Yes, it's very nice fancy area. Pants. Yeah, fancy pants. Um, and it's a great way, again, to network and to get your business out there to all these other businesses. There's also sponsorship opportunities and they range from sort of £200 to sponsor a class, which means you can present a prize, you get some tickets, you get your name in the show catalogues right up to sort of platinum level sponsorships. So the sponsorships do start quite small. We also do things with marketing opportunities through banner packages, through advertising in our show guide. So there's lots of different variations. So the best thing to do is just to get in touch with us at the show ground and we can point you in the right direction. So you don't necessarily need to splash out on having a full stand initially. No. You can maybe come along as a delegate have a walk around, check it all out. Maybe next year you could bring some clients along. Maybe next year after that you could get a stand and sort of grow grow your business with the show. Yeah, and, and we're very much, we're working with the Chamber this year on the Small Business Hub. So we're very much encouraging smaller businesses to come to the show and see that actually you don't have to, as you've said, have that massive trade stand. You can start small, you can attend, you can you know maybe treat your, your corporate colleagues to a nice three-course lunch in the corporate area and build up to that sponsorship level if you want to. You may find that the networking is exactly what you want. There's a lot of trade stands at the show. I've said 700 businesses. And within these stands, there's a lot of events going on as well. So not just our own ones, but a lot of the trade trade stands businesses will have events as well. So attending those is also another way to, to get involved. I th I've seen the stuff that the Chamber's doing. I think it's super cool. So from what I gather, you don't necessarily even have to be a Chamber member, but they will allow, allow your business to have space in their marquee and then they've got a special networking breakfast that's happening there. So that's just amazing, isn't it? Because then you can have a little a little part of the Norfolk show pie. You can be a little slice in yeah. their marquee, but still have the presence. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why we wanted to work with the Chamber this year. So we've provided the space um, and then the Chamber has you know, created this great op opportunity on the space, if that makes sense. So it's really great to work with them on this project. Um, we think it's something we've we really want to do going forward. We have different areas that do similar things. So we have a craft marquee, for example. So small businesses who are maybe doing drawings or craft work or jewelry can also take place in that marquee. So that's just up from where the chamber marquee is at the show. I'll be in there because I love Etsy. So yep. I love anything like yep. homemade. Yep, that, like exactly that. that type of thing. We have the garden village area, which again is small sort of gardening businesses, whether that's furniture, whether that's flowers. So there's a huge variety of small businesses that do attend the show within different areas. We've also got the food hall. So they're sort of, you know, three metres by three metre spaces. They're not massive spaces. We work with Adnams in the food hall. So it's actually Adnams Food and Drink Experience is what we call the food hall. And with their sort of great sponsorship support, we're able to offer the prices to the trade stands for Norfolk and regional at a much discounted price. Definitely. which is a really great thing and it's fantastic that Adams work with us and help us to do that and yeah it means that we can support local producers and food companies and really sort of showcase what they do in Norfolk and what's great about it. So when does the show actually take place every year? 
So this year's 28th and 29th of June. So it's always the last Wednesday, Thursday in June. Fingers crossed for the weather. Yeah. We don't want any rain. No, we've ordered the sunshine. We we always order that in advance. <laughs> oh, it's the, the first order that goes in. So hopefully it's it should be a great sunny day. That's great. And then, so what kind of prices, I don't know if we are allowed to talk prices, what kind of prices do the stands go for if there was a business that wanted a stand? Or does it depend on the area? Yeah, so we have... Um, I suppose a tailored approach to our pricing so we have different bands so depending on the band that you're in so band four for example is retail which is a slightly higher price per square meter footage right down to motor areas to agricultural to agricultural allied so depending on where you fall will depend on the price category and then the food hall has its own set of prices separate to that as well because that is supported by adnums it's, it's sort of a cheaper cheaper price rate for people thank you adnums that is lovely of them to do yes that, and it's, it's really a good. great it's a great long-term partnership with them so we're very thankful for their support how long have you been working with adnums now oh i don't actually know off the top of my head but um Since the dawn of time yes it, it, it definitely has been and, and they've again agreed for this year and another two years after that so yeah we're very thankful for adams and everything that they do with us so how long has the royal norfolk show actually been running from so last year for the association was the 175 years of the association wow. itself the show has been running a little bit less than that i couldn't tell you off the top of my head which i know is terrible but it's been based at the showground um, sort of 75 years I believe before then it used to move around so it would move around the county to different fields and have to bring all the infrastructure in <laughs> like on tour yes on tour. Um, tour yeah absolutely and we now have the base of the showground which is, is also our event center as well and it, it works really really well and for those listeners who haven't been it's, it's just so handy in terms of location it's just off the A47 is it officially in Cossey Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the grounds are beautiful. So I was lucky enough to go running around there recently because I did the race for life, yep. and it was incredible in terms of the community spirit that was there, which is which is really cool. So the showground and event centre, what's happening with that at the moment? So I know there's a few changes underway. Yes, there is. So um, one of the projects that starts on the third of July, we start construction. Is the current event centre is getting extended? So at the moment, it's a large exhibition space, sort of 4,000 person standing capacity. What we will be doing is actually creating an extension onto the side, which will have breakout space, uh, green rooms, additional toilet facilities, kitchen facilities, so that the large space can be divided into two. So if we had a conference on one side, we can still have an exhibition on the other side. It's such a huge space at the moment, and this will allow it to be more adaptable. It will also mean that we can do more conferences, we can do more festivals, we can do more meeting room spaces, and it'll just make the space much more versatile for different events in the region. Are there any other ways that local businesses can get involved? So I know you have some tenants down there as well yep. in the showground. Yep. So we've got a couple of tenants on site. We are sort of full at the moment, but there is a vision for future office space and things on the showground as well. That's sort of a longer term plan. But yeah, at the moment, we've got quite a few tenants in as well. What I love about the Norfolk Showground generally is it just brings lots of different strands of the community together. Mm -hmm. Like probably the one place in Norwich that I could think of or Norfolk, which, which caters for people giving blood, caters for business expos, music festivals, the yeah. whole shebang. Archery clubs, yeah. running events. Yeah, we it, it, it's such a versatile site for the things that it does. And the events portfolio is growing and growing each year. And we have meeting room space as well, which is... Um, really increased in the last year especially with a lot more people working from home that need a, a sort of a meeting space it's working for for that as well and as you said the location for it, it it's ideal for people commuting from different areas so i was lucky enough to have a backstage tour of everything norfolk showground recently with the legend that is mike parker 
who is the operations manager there. Yep. Is he facilities manager, operations? He's site delivery manager. Yeah, he's, yep. man, he's the man on the ground, isn't yeah, he? He knows he what's going yeah. on, running around with like walkie-talkie in my brain. Yeah. But he showed me your pavilions, which I've never been in before, and they're all having a massive refurb, and they look beautiful in there. And they look out onto basically the, the where the Grand Ring would be, like yeah. for the Norfolk show. But just going in there to be able to have a meeting, because there was a meeting set up. I think it was a trustee meeting that was about to happen there. I thought, wow, this is a stunning location, full of natural light, yeah. looking out onto sort of the best of Norfolk countryside. Yeah. And where can you get that? Yeah. And, and so, so they're available for hire as well. We've had parties in there. We've had staff dues, barbecues, and sort of general meetings as well. We have a bit of an agreement with sort of Huxley events as well about doing sort of corporate events in that space quite often have sort of bucking broncos and things out the back and barbecues in the front garden while a bit of sort of meeting space as well so it's certainly a versatile space. So tell me a little bit more about the business stroke community group that you've got with the RNAA so did you say there's a membership body there? Yeah so there's a membership body at the moment that's sort of 3,000 strong it's is mainly well, obviously a lot of people take it as extra tickets for the show they get that vip experience but there is the other side of it as well in that we do scholarships for students we do member visits so we go out whether it's farms whether it's industrial building, the vertical farm for example um, and just sort of showcase what's great about norfolk in agriculture and it's amazing some of the projects that people are doing in norfolk that are at the front of innovation um so we yeah we take our members around on tours around different places around norfolk so that they can get ideas, they can talk together, they can collaborate as well. So it's a really good um, yes. way to get information. It's like a little window into Norfolk, what, what's happening. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and there is plans over the next year or so to develop that further as well and work with sort of businesses and do we do corporate memberships and things like that as well. So there's a lot of work to be done on that side of things. That's interesting because I came along, didn't I, to I think the last event, which was held at Inchcape BMW. Yep, yep. And then you had an, a really inspiring talk by some... Um, young chaps who decided to row the Pacific. Yeah, they probably are they rowing now as we speak. Uh, I think they're not far off. Yes, all, all sort of in aid of um, ocean cleanup. That's it. Yeah, and it's hoddle. Hoddle. Yeah. What does that sound for? I can't remember what it stands for now. Can you? I, uh, I can't remember. I don't. I can't like remember either. No, it's just hoddle. <laughs> but really inspirational what they're doing, and they receive sort of support from from the RNAA and specifically the show, didn't they? Yeah, so they attended the show last year. We set up a little space for them so that they could continue doing the rowing challenge and raise sort of awareness and some funds. For... They were doing like a rowing challenge? Yeah, yeah, during the, the project. Yep, yep. So they were uh, fundraising for the, the whole project <clears throat> and they actually met their, their main sponsor at the show, um, which has basically enabled the whole thing to happen. So... They were obviously very thankful for us. We were very happy to happy to help. That is incredible. So that business relationship was born at the show, like a chance yeah. meeting. Yeah, yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, great for Norfolk, I think, for us to be able to do that. Yeah, that and, and that's that's what the show is all about. It's about bringing everything that's great in Norfolk together in one place so that, you know, whether you're from Norfolk or not, you can enjoy everything that's great about Norfolk. And that's that that's our aim of the show, really, is to to just showcase what we do We've got some new spaces this year, such as the STEM Village. So that is, now let me get this right, science, technology, technology engineering, engineering, maths and medicine. There we go. Oh, well we, got, we got it between us. Yeah, so we have an area this year specifically around STEM. So we're working with the East England energy sector and trying to promote different careers that young adults can can have within the region. We know that there's going to be a lot of jobs coming up in the next couple of years around that sector. So it's showcasing that to young adults. 
getting them to understand what they can do in Norfolk, keeping talent in Norfolk. And Super important. Yeah, hugely important. So yeah, we're, we're, we're sort of streaming out on the things that we do because Norfolk is ever adapting. You know, we are moving forward. Our theme for the show this year is looking to the future. And that's what we want to do for Norfolk is look to the future and showcase everything that's great about now and over the next coming years. Amazing. Thank you so much, Fern, for joining me on this episode. No, thank you. If people want to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to go about that? So the best way to get in touch with me is probably an email because I'm always out and about. <laughs> but my email is Fern, which is F-E-A-R-N dot Ainsworth, A-I-N-S-W-O-R-T-H at R-N-A-A dot org dot uk very long-winded but yeah just get in touch with me or the main office and i'd be more than happy to help amazing we'll pop your email address and the web address for the showground in the show notes that'll be brilliant thank you so much thank you thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episode of ready to grow the business podcast for entrepreneurs across the east of england if you'd like to subscribe or learn more simply head over to ready to grow uk and you can also follow me on any of the social media channels by finding me at roshenda does marketing happy listening Thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episode of the Ready to Grow podcast. Please tune in every week for your latest update on what's happening around the east of England in the business world. 